0: So grab a beer, buckle in, and get ready to rock!
1: this sounds fucking cliche, but I was at a fucking brewery yesterday. I wasn't supposed to go. I didn't want to go, but you know what? The new version of Harvey Hayes Ragman Edition was out at Elderson. What was I supposed to do? Robert's like, dude, it's ready. I was like, fuck, I'm not drinking today. I fucked the night before. No, no. The night before that, I had nine fucking pints. How was I still standing?
0: I don't know. You're a fucking alcoholic. That's what the
1: problem is. Fuck you, dude. You drink a lot, too.
0: Yes, I do.
1: But I was like, I don't want to drink today. I just want to be good. I want I want my body to dry out for 24 fucking hours. Or actually, my goal is 48. But then I remembered I was going to do a show today. So that's not going to fucking happen. We all know that. But anyway, uh, so I met Son and there's this guy talking to this girl. And... It was like, I guess, a first date. You you know, it's kind of interesting. When I see a couple walk in, I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? Is this like a date? this boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. If If they got a kid, it's kind of obvious. Not always. There could be that bun that came in that oven early. Who knows? Anyway, the guy's like, I was in this place, and there was these pictures on the wall of lady parts. And she's like, ah. I was like, huh. If I was on that date, I would probably say pussy.
0: Fuck yeah, you were. Maybe i cut or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> was it Harry?
1: I don't know if it was Harry. I wasn't there.
0: You know, I like a ball. I like
1: a Oh, you're fucking sick, motherfucker.
0: I know. That's why bear am bearded for most of
1: So, anyway, I'm like, I don't know. It was kind of weird. I was like, I would probably just come out and say pussy. Pussy, 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 pussy on the wall. Or titties. You know I love titties. I talk about titties all the time. Anyway, what if that pussy was Harry? Now, John's got me thinking. I'm getting excited. I I know you did. It's all over the fucking window in this little establishment. Welcome to the Ragbit Show today we got an audience we got i don't know how many people four, five, six, something like that i can't count i don't have my hands up right now but i got my friend warner with me warner how you doing
2: hey y'all how are you
1: y'all are you from texas
2: ma'am fuck no <laughs>
1: where are you from
2: upstate new york
1: oh yeah yeah and you're saying y'all how long you been in uh texas
2: i've been here since middle school
1: Oh, okay. So you could technically say y'all and be okay.
2: I'm a Texan. Okay. Let's know. Through and we, through. We all want to convert. Once you get here, you settle in. You want to be here.
1: Yeah, I got you. I got you. So I got to tell you guys, I met Warner and many of these awesome people at a run club, which I talk about often on my show. And Warner is got the attitude, which we talk a lot. She's unfiltered. I thought, wow, this would be fun to talk. Learn about Warner, learn about Run Clubs, what inspired you to go to it, and music, of course, as well as the drink. We all like to drink beer. Beer brings us all together. Am I right?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: So, speaking of drink, let's just get a fuck. Mr. G, hit me. it's all over the glass i'm sorry i'm not gonna clean that i'm just a guest here so sorry you had to witness that warner again he's been banned for many places so but there's no children so he's safe here
2: that's perfect <laughs> yes. that's perfect i don't think anybody here is offended
1: <laughs> so uh today i've got the spindle tap oh jesus can is sweating out here eldorado Dippa. and the can's really cool it's a nice golden label it's got, I guess they did it for the Olympics, because the hops are the Olympic colors, and they're yeah, coming in Yeah, that that's form, nice, Best Which it. is pretty solid, man. So, something that draws me in uh, is the can, the label, is do I want to drink this? Plus, I love the brewery. I know it's going to be a hazy, so done. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't have a glass, so I can't rate the appearance, but I will rate the aroma. Oh, very citrusy. Smell that one. Oh,
2: yeah. Can I have a sip?
1: Oh, yeah, of course. Pinky up. You, so, yes, uh, nice. Aroma Wise, what do you get aroma Wise? You get the citrus fruit, kind of lemon notes.
2: Yeah, definitely a little citrusy in there. Yeah. But yeah. You know those hazies, it, it, it still has that hazy. Yeah. That you can taste it in there.
1: So, I can't see it, so I'm not going to rate appearance, but I'm going to rate it on the look. Well, there's a little bit of suds on the, the lip of the can here, but here we go. Let's clink. Cheers. Cheers. It's good. um, A little bitter finish. It's not as creamy and rich as what I was hoping, which I like in a good hazy IPA. Um, I don't know. It's kind of weird. I would probably... It's a little salty. Or maybe my palate's fucked up. It's my first beer of the day. Let me do one more drink. Spindle you did good, but not great. I'm going to give you a three on this one. Mm. Not bad. So... Warner, what are you drinking?
2: Uh, Right now, I have an Equal Parts Kaizen, which uh, Equal Parts happens to be my favorite brewery in the Houston area. Kaizen's nice, light, easy for the summer. It's a hot day out. We're poolside, so it's perfect.
1: Yeah, yeah. We didn't even say where we're at. So we're at a a background, secluded place, no one's supposed to know pool party.
2: Yes, exactly.
1: Thank you, Warner. So. As far as what would you rate that out of four? So we go from one to four here at the right to rock.
2: Oh, I definitely rated a five. That's why I picked it. Oh, I've, wow. I've had it before though. This oh, is okay. not my first time. I Not knew your I was... first
1: rodeo, ma'am.
2: No, I knew I was going to like it, and I specifically saved it for you. A six. Yeah, let's go with
1: yes. a six. Well, you can't so really go six.
2: Is
1: um, it out of four? Yeah, it's out of four. So <laughs> I don't know what
2: you're doing. Yeah. I don't know what you're telling no. me. Your, your pictionary is failing. We
1: like this pictionary. About a six
2: Oh, we did buy, have a six-pack yeah. of
0: it,
1: yeah. Oh, okay. That was Andrew. My dentist is yeah. here today. That's so. <laughs> right. Yeah, so there's right award-winning audience today. So we appreciate everybody coming. That was great. Yeah. So anyway, uh, usually when we finish a beer or rating on a beer, we pick a song. Do you have a song in mind you'd like to play, Warner?
2: I mean, so I'm going to start with my favorite rock. I know we like to talk about rock on this show. Yes. So my favorite, like get into work when i have a big meeting or big presentation um i always start off with for whom the bell tolls by metallica that's that's like classic for me i was raised on metallica so i think that's where we're going to start today
3: let's
1: do it For whom the bell tolls walking into work, it's like, huh, is this going to be a bad day? <laughs> is it for who the bell tolls? Am I going to die after this day? Is it going to be a shit day? Or is it just preparing you like.
2: It's a mental thing. Mental it just thing. Just get you I got focused.
1: You. So, how long have you been into Metallica and what do you think of Metallica now?
2: Um, I mean, my uncle had me listening to Metallica, I mean, when I was as young as I can remember. Um, and so now, I mean, obviously there's newer things, there's other things. But I feel like Metallica is kind of where it all started, at least in my mind. Okay. Um, I mean, I still love them. Now I know really? they don't have a lot of newer things that I like. I like their older stuff. Yeah, same here. Um, But I still like to listen to it. It still inspires me. It still gets me motivated. And I think that's just... Like when I, I started working out when I was younger with my uncle and he would play Metallica. So it kind of gets you in that mode. So it's always been that like whatever Metallica comes on, I'm like, fuck yes. Let's oh, okay. do this. We're about to conquer this. Nice. Um, so that's how I think of Metallica in my mind. It's not about the song. It's like the background.
1: I, I, I'll be honest. I, I I'm a little... I'm your elder. So I grew up with Metallica when they first started. And I remember... To where they are now, of course. But uh, I checked out in about 1989 yeah. on the Injustice for All record. I don't like the Black record much. I kind of liked it a little, but now I, I, I don't can't even listen to it. So I'm actually at the point where if they come on, I actually turn them. No offense. Oh, wow! Yeah. Just because it's so saturated, like a Guns N' Roses right, or something like of that. Course. So there's so much of it. That said, everybody's gonna bust my balls. I'm going to see them in Arlington for two shows next month in August. But I'm going. It was 100 bucks per day. I mean, the experience alone would be I would cool. say
2: it's the live experience at that point.
1: Right, right.
2: Which you don't know how it'll be.
1: It's going to be weird because it's at Cowboys Stadium. So I think I'm going to be watching TV rather than actually watching the band. They'll be like the size of ants.
2: Yeah. So. Because you never know. You know, you listen to music and you hear it here. But then when you go and watch it in concert, it's a totally different experience. And I've had people that totally suck. And I've had people where I'm like. This is even better than you yes. know what you're listening to via Spotify or whatever your you know choice is there, um, and you know we can really move you different in person than it does there. So um, it'll be interesting to see how that that pans out for you. Maybe it'll change your mind. Maybe you'll get back into it a little bit. Maybe, maybe so, not.
1: Maybe so. I've heard the new stuff and I'm like, eh. it yeah. was so funny. The first time I heard the new song, I was like, that's a Metallica wannabe band. Yeah. I didn't know it was them because it was like James is singing with a little bit higher pitch. I'm like, "What?" I go, I was with my buddy. I was like, I bet you that's fucking new Metallica. And he's like, he didn't know. He's like, I don't know, bub. We were at West Texas. And I'm like, I just used my little Shazam thing. I was like, oh, fuck, it's Metallica. It really was. I'm like, eh, it's okay. Yeah. They're trying to be what they were. and they, right. I don't think they'll ever recapture that magic again because I think they lost it over the years.
2: Yeah, and a lot of people have that thing, and this is one thing. I don't know if you've watched the Arnold documentaries at all, um, but let me tell you, that man knew when to quit when he was ahead. Um, and he, it's like a three-part thing on Netflix. It's you know Arnold as the bodybuilder, um, you know coming over wow. as an immigrant, reaching that status, and then you know just all the different parts that he had in his life. He knew when he yeah. was at the height of his bodybuilding. He said, "I'm I'm stopping." and the reason he stopped i'm i'm good here i'm moving on to another part i want to do something else and he was at the top the very top of his you know career there so i think that there's something to be said for people that do that you see it a lot with sports players
1: yeah michael jordan
2: yeah it's like you should have just stopped your 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 legacy would be so much better if you just stopped when you're at but they have a hard time how do you switch gears after maybe they're bored i, I don't know the mental game of that you know how does it how does it make them feel yeah and what, what are, they, are their lives lost then? You know, how do, they, how do you recover from that? Maybe you just have to go into another chapter, but I think finding that other chapter for people is hard.
1: Oh, yeah, I agree. I mean, you look, Seinfeld, they did the same thing. They, they pulled Seinfeld off the air at the end and stuff like that. But there's bands like Kiss that cannot give up. They keep going. And you're like, fuck, dude, if you would have just stopped years ago, it would have been fucking great. But they can't stop. And I don't know if it's the money or if it's more of the mental thing. I've got to go do this. Right. Even though I suck now. Right. I've got to keep doing this because that's what I know. But if you got so much fucking money at that point, I think, I don't know, I think I could stop. I mean, if I made a shit ton of money, I won the lottery or something like that, I'd probably open a brewery. Right. Just because I love beer. Right. That would be something I would do. But do I want to do oil and gas shit for the rest of my life? Unfortunately, that's... The cards I've been dealt, and I'm never going to win the lottery, and they're never going to pay me enough to wear.
2: You're never going to with that attitude. Oh, that's true. You got to change that attitude.
1: I got to play the lottery?
2: No, you just got to have a mindset of, you know, I'm going to win the lottery. Ah, there you go. I'm all about the mindset.
1: So I want to talk about a band real quick. I don't know if you're familiar with them. We're going to play them right now. Let's see. And I'm going to go Dealer's Choice. Uh, But this band, I saw them first live. Actually, I listened to a couple songs from them. I'm like, yeah, they're all right. I saw him live I was like, eh, whatever. And then he put out this new record and it's one I run to all the time now. Oh, nice. It's a band called I Prevail. Okay. And they have a couple songs that, oh my God, dude. I, t- I don't think I've played this before. So, no DC. I'm going to pick this song. This one's called Body Bag.
2: I like it. Okay.
4: you to bite down, embrace it, you're never gonna do much to change shit, when all you say is fuck that, fuck this, don't let them save you from yourself, bite down, embrace it, your heart is beating faster, embrace it, so you go on and on and on and on, oh my god, just shut your fucking mouth.
1: It's very intense, and I swear to god, even... It, my times get better when I listen to this music. So when you're running, who do you typically, what music do you listen to? It doesn't have to be metal, rock, or anything like that, just anything. And is it the songs that are more intense, or those Are those the ones that you pick up speed to?
2: I don't listen to music when I run. Really? I'm, we were just having that discussion this morning. I don't tend to. Um, I, I get in my mind, and I get into animal mode, um, or relaxation mode of, you know, de-stressing from the day. Um, But I I don't listen to music Which I I think all these people do And uh, a lot of my friends do But for me, I just never have Uh Um, And it's more about me just clearing my mind So, No, that's
1: good I mean, I run I hate running I do it to drink beer and hang out with my friends It's a social aspect of it But when I'm done running a 5K Or three miles or whatever it is There is that sense of accomplishment after doing it where I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, I did, I went from, what, 35 miles or 35 minute mile or three miles to 32 to 33 or 31, 30 and so on. And I'm like, fuck, I killed it. I deserve this beer. I'm drinking. Oh, yeah. That's the part I really enjoy about riding. Right. Well, I'll tell you what, do you have another song in mind you want to bring
2: up? Should we talk about the Cat McSnatch song?
1: Yeah, we can. We can because I get, so I mentioned Warner. Now you're talking to her. She's the one that uh, introduced me to Cat McSnatch. So you said that's a song that cheers you up when you're having a bad day.
2: Uh, It makes me laugh. So if you're in a frustrated moment and you really just want to bitch about somebody or something or, you know, and then you can kind of like play that song and get it over with. And then you just, you're laughing by the end of it. So you've kind of changed your mental attitude about whoever the asshole is or whatever is going on, you know. You play it, you're a cunt, let's have a laugh about it, fuck you, I'm going on with my day, you're not going to ruin my day.
1: So, you want to introduce it, Warner, what are we playing?
2: Uh, this is Kat McStash. Uh you're a cunt. Awesome. I try to live my
4: life, live my life every day, keep out of what may I try to do unto others as i have to do to me But it can't be done for everyone and now it's plain to see You are a cunt, 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 a big fat stinking cunt Say it ain't true but I'm here to tell you you're a motherfucking cunt You are a cunt, 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 a motherfucking cunt Fuck you! Everybody knows from the head to tell us you're a big fat stinking I
1: love when women say cunt. Now yeah, you know when I was Mary Mag's wife like so I hate that word. That's the most offensive word ever. I was like, well, that's what you are. (laughs) Oh, 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 shit. What the crowd reacted to that. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So, actually, in my mind, it was like, well, I'm going home to the cut. <laughs> oh,
2: no. Oh, no.
1: I, but I never, I, I, I would have had black eyes or whatever.
2: If you would have known the song, you could have yes. sung it to her. I have a
1: song to you. This is for you. Yeah. I owe this. Is for <laughs> you. You could have
2: put it in a birthday card or something.
1: So, I've got a question for you. You're a lady. I'm not. Apparently, I'm a guy. There's a guy here. Another lady. Uh, so, I'm at this restaurant in Canada this week. So, guys, I don't know if you knew this, but I was in Calgary for about a week. Mm and summertime in calgary and it's just a beautiful beautiful time just like going to denver for me because women are free with their bodies i'm not saying they're going naked but they don't wear as much clothing they don't wear bras and if i see a girl with no bra on and the girls are swinging back and forth or they're staring at me or whatever i'm like i can't look away so i'm at a restaurant i'm waiting for my friend and i said hey uh, i need to get a table they're like all right i'll take you and i'm looking and there's no bra and apparently she's either happy to see me
5: or it's, or cold. it's very cold in there.
1: <laughs> and i sit down and she's like can i take your drink order and i'm like staring at her tits because they like, say bing they were just like <laughs> looking at me the whole time i didn't know what to do so my question for you as a guy is that intentional or maybe a bigger tip or whatever, or she just likes the freedom of walking around without a bra.
2: Probably both. They could be both. I mean, women aren't dumb. Let's just we know that women will do things intentionally to a man. And guys are dumb. And guys are dumb. are dumb. We are dumb. They they know that. <laughs> the, that. Yeah, they know that they'll be driven by like, those things. It's it, it. It's sad for us, in in all honesty, because I'm like, if if this is all it takes for strange, to get to get a man's attention, true. yeah. It's like one of those like, damn, we gotta get you, we gotta get you guys past that. I, you know, some guys are real suckers for it, some guys aren't as much. Um, but we know, we know it's a weakness of yours. So if she's working for tips, she's probably utilizing it to her advantage.
5: And it's more comfortable.
2: I don't know. I don't know how big they were. They were. She was probably a B, small C cup. Yeah, but it didn't
1: matter. I mean, the the, the nipples are just staring at me. I was
2: like, I don't know well, what. Well, were they, they do? straight or were they like no? Like, like, <laughs> they were not <laughs> cockeyed. They
1: were straight on. I mean, I was like,
2: I could. Almost,
0: I could see the outline <laughs> of the
1: nipple through the shirt. I'm like, you might as well just take your shirt off.
0: Well, <laughs> just make
1: everybody happy.
0: Oh fuck yeah! Did they have a restroom close by?
1: Uh, yeah, they, it was pretty close. <laughs> did
0: I'm
2: going to go ahead and say she was probably working for tips. But, you know, if it's socially acceptable as, as well there, then she knew it was something she could get away with. Um, I mean, I used to bartend back in the day, and I worked at a place where I wore short shorts. And, I mean, it was, like, almost mandatory. mandatory. You yeah. wore short shorts. You had your hair down. You had makeup on. It was not Hooters. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you. but uh, you know, it, I mean, we wore like t-shirts and short shorts. It was a bar, you know, but it was like that's what you wear. And now I think it's even more the with the restaurants and stuff like that. Yeah, restaurants. Yeah, they're not restaurants; they're restaurants.
1: Yeah, like a uh, Twin Peaks. Right, exactly. It's a whole thing. And right. then the, the Hispanic version of the Ocho Locos or right. Ojo Locos. Yeah, Lo- they're they're almost naked in there, and I'm not gonna lie; I've only been once, but. One of the girls was, I was like, you should, you're a 10 and you could model or whatever. But she knew it too. She was just like walk around like.
2: Well, that's what I'm saying. So there's a lot of women out there that know what they have and they'll work men for it. Which, I mean, it's it's just like a a lesser version of a stripper. We should say more clothes stripper. Working men a little more clothes. What do you think? Uh,
1: pretty much. I mean, they're looking for tips, but they're not going to go all the way, right? Right, right. So, It's their limitation. Right, right. It yeah.
2: It's a little make. bit
1: safer, but does that lead to a gentleman's club? The next steps? Like, well, these tips are good here, but if I go take everything off, or at least just my top off, I'm going to make more bank. Uh, it's a moral value, too, right? right? It's, it's, more, like,
2: it's like, how many morals do you have? And I would tell some dude to fuck off, because you, you, uh, the one thing is that I did learn just in bartending is, you know, you're liable... I, to get some creepers, you know, and I, I had some creepers and stuff like that. And so, right. Even as a bartender with regulars and things like that. And it's like, you have to tell people to fuck off. So it's going to get worse if you're more naked, I feel like. Oh, I think so too. Yeah. yeah So, I mean, it's like your moral, like compass in which you feel comfortable in as well. Um, But I think women are smart enough to, to know what, what pays the bills and what, that men are going to look. And she knew she was gonna get a guy that day. That you know, she's you're sitting down. She's you know, they're staring you right in the eye. Oh, they were. They
1: were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this was like one of those she tabletop things, and I'm like, I was like, I, I couldn't help it. I felt like a perv. I'm like, I couldn't put my sunglasses down. I'm like, hey, what's going on?
2: Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. they, so she knew. Yeah. yeah she huh. knew. Did you tip her extra? No. Okay. I
1: give her the standard 20%, whatever it is.
2: Okay. Then that's what I was wondering, is if you tipped no, her more for it. No, that doesn't
1: work for me. It's like, you're giving me entertainment. You know, good for you, but thank you, but standard.
2: Well, that's what I... Yeah, that was the big thing question for Tipping me, more. was like, were you going to give her more because of it? No. I mean, okay. I appreciated
1: what you did. It wasn't for me. It was for every other person. Everybody in there, right? Right. Yeah. Right. No, I, I don't fall for that. I mean... Or if a girl flirts with me, it's a waitress or whatever, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it, yeah. I mean, I will say say this, and this is going to be the next question for you. I was in this uh, restaurant on Thursday night, and I had dinner, and I got a beer. You know, I do beer picks. So the waitress was super cute, and I was like, hey, will you do this beer pick with me? She goes, what? She looked at me kind of weird, and she agreed to do it. She took it. And I showed her other pictures, you know, run clubs. She goes, "That's so cool." And when I was leaving, she's like, "Hey, what are you gonna do with that pic?" I was like, "It sits on the beer app." She goes, "You should put that on Instagram, and you know, tag the restaurant and all that and stuff." And I got the feeling—I don't know—she wasn't really flirting, but I was like, she was talking about Instagram quite a bit. I was like, "Does she want my Instagram to follow me?" And then, oh my god, you know, when I go back to Calgary, I can have a date or or whatever and that's the way the guy's mind thinks I, I, I guarantee she was way too hot for me but I don't know maybe I was I, I thought it was like shit maybe I should have asked her for her Instagram and then gave her mine and then we follow each other and then become random people that never talk again you know but that's the way the guy's mind works so question for you when you were bartending did you ever have a guy that was flirting with you and you're like I might go out with that guy or you might flirt no, a little bit no I didn't back. go out with more no. guest. okay is that kind of a big no-no in your it industry? It was for or? me.
2: I went on one. I went on one. It was because it, one one date is the worst date I've ever had. <laughs> and it was because the other bartender it was a friend of the other bartender. And he had come in and he said, this guy's a good guy. Blah, blah, blah. And it was just a line in my book. Like, you don't cross that line, you know? Yeah. And he said, no, this is a good guy. He wants to take you out. Worst date of my life. Uh, really funny story behind it, but no, I mean, so that's just me, though. Everybody's different. I'm sure there are plenty of people that would or whatever. She could have just been promoting the restaurant. Um, you you never really know. For me, I'm a really friendly person.
1: Yeah, me too. And I talk so, too much. You know this. Right,
2: and so I have noticed that some people will mm-hmm. take it in the wrong manner. You know, men or things like that. It's like, mm, I'm not into you. I'm just being nice. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that sometimes guys may... Uh, may see it in the wrong
1: light there. Yeah, our, our pool pool patrons have turned into children. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're having water gun fights.
2: And, and like drawing penises days. on the fence. Oh, they're, they're, There's a lot of penises on the fence. You're drawing
1: water penises. I'm going to have to... I'll put that in the post. That said, I think Is we need more music. Do you want to pick yeah. or you want me to pick?
2: You pick one.
1: How about a really fun pop punk... Uh fun summer song. How about some to Neck Deep? How deep. about Cali Cali Ma. Metallica, as far as music upbringing, you're from New York. You came here, you said around 10 ish. Uh, god, when's middle
2: school like 12? Like 13. 12, okay, 13, 12,
1: 13. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure at that point you weren't really schooled musically, or maybe you were a little bit influenced because you've met my daughter Faith and mm-hmm. our excuse me, the metal munchkin, no names on me or her. No I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, no, so I groomed her hard rock hair metal and the heavy stuff and she never it was a beautiful thing she said dad I never liked the really heavy stuff I just pretended to like it because I knew you liked it and it was a bonding thing Aww, for us music that's right. sweet but she loves the stones yeah you know, sporting the shirt today Led Zeppelin stuff like that Warren those Weaver, are great Bon Jovi all yeah. those kind of like hair metal bands but the really heavier stuff no it wasn't her thing so
2: uh, uh, yeah, Metallica is about as heavy as I go I mean, I my grandfather had me listening to like Pink Floyd You know, like you say, the Stones, Zeppelin All those types of things um, growing up um, So that's what I was raised on And I still love it um, I mean, it, it's all great I mean, you can't go wrong with a classic
1: Question for you though yeah. Beatles or Stones? Who do you pick?
2: Uh, probably Stones
1: Me too I love Beatles, but I think as far as catalog, I think the Stones have a better catalog. Uh, No, I mean, the Beatles. It depends. I mean, you think about where the Beatles Beatles came, like following Elvis, and really helping drive rock and roll.
5: Not in the history of rock or anything, but like objectively, if I listen to a song and it's the Beatles, I'm like, really. The history of it, like they were, they were like, of course, helped to advance, you know, like the genre. But course, I feel like
1: They were very experimental Very
5: Right Yes So they, I think they helped propel it But nowadays listen, It's kind of like Nah there's so much There's so much more It's like that
1: Oh I know I know I mean I don't usually Put on Beatles I would put on like Beast of Burden by the Stones If I want to hear Something more classic rock I'm not going to put on Let it be Or hate Jude Or anything like that One
2: thing about the Beatles Though is they're a little More poetic I feel like It's almost like a poem Made into a song Like yeah. Eleanor Rigby Yeah That's like a poem oh, like, Made into a song In my like, book um, and then, I mean, I like good day sunshine. That's always oh, like they have a positive. Great music. Yeah, there's some of it is great, but I feel like that's what a lot of it is is a is a poem that's been made into it. A, a I song.
1: say, well, let's play a Beatles song. Okay. How about we do Revolution? All right, do a little rocky. <laughs> But yeah yeah it's interesting it's funny everybody's like Beatles, stones Beatles, Stones. so that's a big comparison right oh uh, you know it's funny back in the day there were magazines that would be led zeppelin versus kiss and i was a kiss fan i was like fuck yeah kiss 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 and now you know it's i love my kiss stuff but zeppelin was way right. more advanced right. musically right. but i still love the old school kiss the new stuff no thank you i checked out years ago I'm,
2: some of it is just different and that's the way i view it is so you know, it's just a little different you know and yeah. that's okay there's nothing wrong with that
1: so i didn't mean to interrupt but i was just kind of curious so you, you're doing the classic rock thing and then what happens after that you develop your own taste in about do you know about what age
2: um i mean i was like the the grunge rock era so it was like the nirvana the stone temple pilots you know things like that um that really stick in my mind as far as you know I was that that grunge rock for sure
1: so out of that genre what's your favorite so out of like grunge rock for me it was more I didn't like Nirvana but Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains, I liked Soundgarden the first couple records right but then Checked Out but then there's other bands like Screaming Trees and stuff like that that whole Seattle scene uh but for me it's Alice in Chains but who was your band it doesn't matter who.
2: I'm trying to think. I don't know if I really... I'm trying to think of one from that time. I don't know. I would make these mixed CDs, and I would take little... Nice.
1: You did that, too? Oh,
2: yeah. Did I... you
1: ever... Did We're... This is aging myself a little bit, but... Uh, do you ever do cassettes, like Miss Cassettes?
2: No, they were They were, CDs, they were and I, I, I would do, at that point. I would do my mixes on there. But I also, listen, I had a little bit of rap in me, some of that old school rap. I do like some old school, like classic rap, you know, some Ice Cube, something like that. Um, yeah, just some old school stuff. Um, so Take I,
1: something from there. You want to go grungy? You want to go rap? I just, I played NWA a while back. We well, could always do, do that. Well, let do so Ice Cube. Yeah.
2: It was a good day. I mean, that's just a classic.
1: Let's play it First time Ah, it's Cube Motherfucker
4: Just stop at a red light, looking in my mirror, not a jacker in sight, and everything is alright. I got a beat from Kim, and she can fuck all night. Caught up the homies, and I'm asking y'all. Which part are y'all playing basketball? Get me on the court, and I'm troubled. Last week, fucked around and got a triple-double. Freaking niggas everywhere, like MJ. I can't believe today was a good day.
0: Boys in, yeah,
2: right.
0: Boys in the hood. What's up? Uh, Rockman had to go
1: piss. I've got to take over the show. Okay, I just canceled him. I did not go piss. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fucking dickhead.
1: Sorry. I mean, so, I know, Warner, you've been looking over to the glass. John's over there, locked in. He does a lot of the mixing engineering for the show. But well, he's just weird, right? Uh, you saw him walk in. I saw your face when he walked in in his work boots, his jock and his white-beater uh, little tank top thing. What were your? I mean, what's your first, What goes through your head when you see something like that?
2: Is this how all men really want to be deep down on the inside?
1: I don't know. I I don't even know what he what he is. He's just weird. He's like a mountain man, got the big thick beard, but then where's he sells jocks in the mall, and that's where he got in trouble with children and. It's a long story. We don't need to get into that. But do you ever see a guy walk around and just a jock?
2: Uh, no, no, I don't. But I do, uh, I do see some uh, things at hospitals with what I do with my job. You walk in and they'll just have it sitting out there, and you're like, "Wow!" So, so
1: the Franks and beans are out.
2: Oh yeah, oh huh. yeah, they they no shame.
1: So is it mainly older people or yes. younger guys?
2: Older people. They don't they don't care.
0: Are yeah. they really
2: hard? <laughs> no. No, they're not. If, if they have vascular disease, it doesn't work.
0: Uh, so, well just asking a question for a friend. Have you ever masturbated? if you saw a lip-dick uh, in one of bedrooms? I'm just... I'm just... <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just hit the button. You may have another mess to clean up. But did, Tell us, say no. Don't lie. Don't lie.
2: Uh, to one of my patients?
1: I think that's what he was getting oh,
2: at. Oh, no. Okay, no, no. No, no, no. Once good. again, there's that line <laughs> that, that we don't cross of, like, professionalism. Yeah. Also, most of them are, like missing a limb in oh. a rough spot like you're you're trying to show compassion yeah. to them at that well point. john
1: crosses every line as you're learning no, today we've
2: learned it's a that's that's his forte
1: yeah he takes that
2: and he just marches right over
1: okay so i don't even know how we went on that detour i may need another beer uh but how are you doing on yours i'm okay right now. okay um so next so you get out of the grunge the rap stuff what was the next step in your music journey
2: I mean, it's 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 hard to say. I mean, I mean, you just kind of keep up with things. I've never been into the super poppy stuff. Like, you know, there was the little bit of... I guess there was like the Britney Spears when you're younger. Um,
1: you love Taylor Swift,
2: eh? There's no Taylor Swift phase for me, in hell.
1: Taylor Swift? You love Taylor Swift?
2: I hate Taylor Swift.
1: <laughs> okay, so where does this hatred come from? I kind of used to think she was a little hot, but then now I just... She's more annoying to me because she's everywhere. And I don't understand how she can sell out fucking energy like two days in a row. And I heard a couple... My daughter liked her when she was little. Right. But I don't get it. I was like... I thought she... I didn't even know she was still around. To be totally honest. it's in like Pepsi commercials or whatever. I don't even know who the company is that's hiring her. Because no. I give that much of a fuck. Right. But what is your disdain for
3: Taylor?
2: Um... It's probably because everybody seems to like her, and I don't understand the value in her. She does catchy songs, but she talks about things that, like, she doesn't even know about. Like, there's that talk, is she a lesbian? She talks about dating men, but obviously she can't hold a relationship together, so she seems like a man-hater, actually. So is she a lesbian? But I I don't really care for music, and I don't understand it. I will say, if you're a little younger than me, then I can see how maybe she was more ingrained when you were younger, and now that she's older, you know, it's kind of, she's grown with the crowd, so now everybody can afford to buy, buy those expensive tickets. Right,
1: right. Well, you know, I'll ask another question, and this is something in my music upbringing, is I would love a band. So, I kind of discovered Guns N' Roses not I didn't discover them but I found them out before a lot of people did and it was on Appetite for Destruction and I'm like oh my god this record is so fucking great I got the cover before it was banned and all that stuff I don't know if you ever saw the original artwork but I have the vinyl of that still and then they got so fucking popular it got to the point where I can't listen to them anymore it's just like they're always on the radio yeah but I was like that, even with maybe not a band of that stature. It was bands that, like, oh, fuck it. I I found them. You know, fuck everybody else. I fucking found these guys. And then they get so popular, it's like, ah, fuck it. I'll move on to the next band. That's been my mentality for so long. I don't know if it really stands today, because the music industry is so different.
5: When was Guns Roses? You found them before they were big.
1: Yeah, yeah. Before they broke, I saw them open up for the Cult. In a club in Austin, I met Slash briefly in the hall. He could walk through the hallway at that point, and no one really knew who they were. Wow. And then I saw him open up for uh, Alice Cooper in Houston, and then I've never seen him open again. I yeah. mean, I've they, never they seen him play now. again. But right after that, they broke, got huge, and my give-a-shit factor went down, down the tube. Well, is it.
5: that cool that you're like... Wow, I knew these guys before they were big it cool. it Yeah, and I male. think
1: I think it was almost kind of a pride thing mm-hmm. where it was like you know, I found these guys they're my secret little band no one knows who they are and then they and blow ass, up so
5: love them, and then, and then right. now and, right. then everybody right.
1: and then now it's like oh fuck, everybody knows fuck it, I'll find the next right. one and that that's happened a lot I mean, now it does not so much I don't really care but when you're younger it's you have that right. pride thing with the music deal. Right.
5: Did they play songs like back then that never released? They were experimenting with it and you heard that? If
1: they did, I don't remember, to be yeah. honest. I mean, their sets were short, so yeah. they're playing 45 minutes. Right. So they probably played all of Appetite for Destruction. And that was about it. Or maybe something was going to come off right. on the EP later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I honestly don't remember. But it's weird. I I I think the way the music industry is now, it's like there's so much.
5: Right. that's one thing, like us, I mean, at least for me, I grew up a little bit later, a little bit later, so I never got to go experience, like, the upcoming of Metallica, or Guns N' Roses, or Queen, or something like the great, you know, the great rock bands. So now it's like, everything's in the past for me. I still like
1: those a
5: lot more than a lot of the new stuff
1: that's around. Yeah. Well, that's interesting, because you're a younger guy, and... I grew up with a lot of that stuff. I mean, Stones and Beatles and Queen. Zap, Queen. I mean, I was kind of sure. there on the Queen, on the brink of Queen. I never saw them live. You were more younger them, Yeah. So I was, I was growing up. I guess the first music I really remember hearing was like Elvis and then yeah. the Beach Boys. and then That's one
5: thing I've never been in, a big fan of, like Elvis. Again, same thing with the Beatles I said earlier. It's kind of like... They were up in on the forefront of where they are at, but now they're so far behind everything.
1: I feel like. Yeah, I don't know. so I, Beach
5: I
2: think. Beach Boys are fun, though.
1: Yeah, they were fun, they were and fun.
5: I, I know Beach Boys from from Rush Hour. That's, that's really you.
1: I didn't really I was, let's see. I was probably Greatest comedies of all time. Oh shit! I was eleven years old, and I discovered Van Halen. Yeah. And then that was my and I have an older brother, so he's like three and a half, four years older. And he would be playing Van Halen, Ozzy, Ooh. Black
4: Sabbath.
3: Oh, yeah. And
1: that's where I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I love fucking this. fucking clicked.
4: Yeah.
5: You grew up with, like, the Golden Era.
1: Oh, I did. I did. Yeah. I did. So I clicked oh, yeah. and then never went back. Mm. But the older I've gotten, and I've mentioned this a bunch on my show, is I actually get bored seeing those acts live. Now I want to see younger acts. So right, right, right. This pop punk stuff that my younger friends. So I have a... I would say my friend Brackett is... The people I hang out with the most are between 30 and 40, even though I'm in my 50s. But I keep that younger mentality. In the, but I like to see those bands that are younger too. Right. They have so much energy. I saw the other bands in their prime. Right. And now it's so like,
2: like,
1: yeah. hey, I saw, it's just like, circle back to what right, we talked right. about. Some of those guys should shut it down. Like I think Judas Priest should shut it down. I love them. But I've seen them at their peak. I've seen them at their descent. And I'm like, okay, I'm done. Right. I'm done. They're on their way out. Right, and Kiss the same way.
2: Right, well, they should be. Kiss the
1: Yeah, they're still playing. They've been on the final tour for about three years.
3: Okay.
2: <laughs> and I guess I don't like the the poppy rock as much. Like I'm not as much into like the the poppy rock type of things. They're just not my forte. Um, I guess after the grunge, I went more like into like Incubus was a big. I remember Incubus being they big. had
1: that one song I fucking loved.
3: Um, oh, the flies.
2: No, I mean, they had some great stuff, and it's interesting to see, because I I, I liked Incubus, so they would go to, like, um, there was the album Fungus Among Us, which was pretty, pretty funky and different. I,
1: just I think it was Wish You Were Here.
2: Yeah, that's The Drive, I think. That was, like, their first big, but yeah. some of their older stuff was interesting as well.
1: So, Warner, uh, let's not go with Wish You Were Here. I mean, everybody knows that song, so... What are you thinking, Go? You said old school stuff's pretty solid, right? So what are you thinking? I
2: I like a certain shade of green off the Science album.
1: Let's do it. Beer. John's, I guess he's in the restroom. Did he? You said that restroom was busted. How long has he been in there? Because was it? It wasn't busted when he before he got there. He actually shut down uh, Warehouse Live.
3: Ooh.
2: He
1: went in there. I don't even know what he was there, but he took a shit and just fucked up the whole plumbing.
2: Oh God bless. Well, yeah. that may be the case. Maybe he's in there trying to fix it.
1: Uh, he, he. It's weird because he brought a pair of like pants. So we could take off the jock and then have the plumbers crack is what I'm thinking, but no one's can see because he's kind of locked in there. So
2: well, maybe he's having a shit show, should we say?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, it's constantly a shit show with him. <laughs> so I just opened a new beer. I'm not gonna rate it just real quickly. Uh, this is one of my favorite breweries, uh, Cerebral, out of Denver, Colorado. This is the <laughs> Luminous Glow, and it's an IPA with vanilla.
2: Ooh. Who nice. does not
1: love vanilla?
2: Nice.
1: I know I love vanilla. I
2: love vanilla as Here, well. Here, try this. Try yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, that's interesting. Isn't it awesome? That's good.
1: Yeah, it's uh I have I travel a lot, so I get to go to these local right. breweries and then get them but unfortunately, unfortunately for unfortunately, I am not going to do much in the US anymore. It's going to be more international, so Canada, Europe, and now Asia. Which people are saying Could be a problem for me, and I'm not sure why.
2: Why do you think that's a problem for you?
1: Because I have an Asian fetish. I have yellow fever, like Asian women. Well,
2: are you going to bring one back?
1: I'm going to have babies in, like, I don't know how many little areas of Asia.
2: Well, until they track you down, you (laughs) know, it's probably a lot easier to track people down these days that they'll be, they may poke a hole in the condom and be (laughs) trying to get a ticket back to the US. No, Mm
1: -hmm. So, I have a question. So, another observation I had this week. is I was in a brewery in Calgary. And they have an all-gender restroom. So there's a men's restroom. As you walk in, there's journals, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then no toilets to sit down, poop, whatever. Right, right. Unless a guy wants to sit down and pee. And it happens. It happens when I'm... Okay. Real quick, before we go there. So I'm a guy. I'm in my 50s. But I've been doing this for a while. At night, tired, I don't know about aim, and a wise man told me this years ago, he'd sit down and pee at night, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing that for? He's like, uh, well, it won't, I don't have to aim, I'm like, right. fuck, that's magic.
2: Well, and I feel like you don't have to turn on the light, which no. is going to mess up your sleep pattern. And
5: also, if you're living with a woman in the house, you don't have to pull that seat up and then put it back down, Right. which is fucking annoying. So, sit down to pee is like just the easier way to do or go about it. If I'm drinking, if I'm tired, if it's ten o'clock in the morning and I don't want to lift the seat up, might as well just sit down. And there's less cleanup anyway, so there's less splatter and shit. <laughs> less cleanup. So up. it's
1: like it's just the I think it's just easier most of the time. Yeah, I think so. So you don't like look down on Andrew for why you you're such a girl. I mean, I don't. Oh, you don't even know what's going on. You just found
2: out. No. It's a revelation. No, it doesn't. It, I How know, but it, but it doesn't. I mean, whatever he wants to do is fine. But it, to me, it does seem easier. But I, in my mind, I just think in the middle of the night, if you're going in. Yeah. I don't like to turn on a lot of lights. If I get up in the middle of the night, I'm getting a glass of water or something. Then you're, then you, it wakes you up. You know, kinda, so if you can I mean, stumble in, yeah, just kind of sit down because you're tired.
5: I, I think we've learned over probably our lifetimes is that like if you're tired at night and you stand up to pee, you might miss and like, you have to clean up the splatter and shit. Yeah, yeah. And that's not fun. Yeah, fuck that. No fuck one must do that. So yeah. why not just sit down? Is, is it demastilating to sit down and pee? I don't think so. I used I think to think fine. so. I think it's, it's easier. It's cleaner. Yeah. yeah. So why not?
2: I agree. But, I mean... I don't judge Ben either way. I mean, if, I'm not if you a, leave I, the seat
5: up, you don't have to hear
2: yeah. that. Well, because <laughs> you'll fall in. Like, if, yeah. if a woman goes in in the middle of the night, we don't turn on the light or something, yeah. and somebody has left the seat up, then you won't. Then you like fall in. Oh,
1: my ex-wife, I did that once or twice. And I've done it myself. I heard about it on accident before. Yeah, I've done that too. When I'm, drunk, fun, when I'm drunk When I'm drunk, yeah, like, exactly. Because oh, I make sure, like every night before I go to bed, last piss is the seats down.
2: That's a good idea.
1: And but if you're drunk, you're like,
3: whoa. Yeah, you're
2: like, oh, oh.
3: <laughs>
1: and then fun. your balls yeah. might get wet, and then it's <laughs> yeah. not a good time. No shit.
2: Yeah, that's a whole nother story. Yeah. But
1: yeah, the only time, like, the only time I'll actually go downstairs, I have tons of water by my bed. So if I get thirsty, dry mouth, blah blah blah, drink right. water. Right. But if I'm like feeling the headache, if I drank too much the day before, I'm like, right. run down, and then I still try to undo the top. With no light on, but sometimes that's impossible.
2: Right, or if you can get a, like a small light on something, just something, mm-hmm. so it's not as bad. I'm always for so it. So
5: a red light won't mess with your night vision as much.
1: Really? Or at all, even. All right, you can get laid too because it's a red light district at
5: that. Ah, point.
2: yeah. Uh, he's
3: in his
1: brain. <laughs> yeah. So you. if you have red lights all over your house, Warner.
2: I'll know. Andrew did
1: that for a point, that he's gonna get some action.
2: Uh, yeah, I'll remember that. It's
0: pretty hot. Do you guys do that?
2: So you're not going to Amsterdam in your travels?
1: Yes, I have. And I I actually went and went to the Red Light District for the very first time. About uh, went back in November. Okay. And my boss, we got in fucking late. It was like eight, nine o'clock at night. He's like, Hey man, what do you want to do? And I was like, Red Light District? Oh, let's go. I was like, Standard I, I, answer. I go, yeah. it's, it's late. And he's like, "Ah, man, you've never been. Come on, let's go. So we go, we walk around. I'm like, we haven't eaten. He goes, I'm not going to fucking eat around here, man. Fuck that. He goes, we'll walk around, then we'll go eat somewhere else. Fucking McDonald's at like midnight. Long story, but you no, know, the window shopping. And red light is very interesting in the fact that there are any I mean, any style of woman you want, young, old, fat, skinny, medium, that's
2: exotic, what whatever. Yeah, that's oh that's what i heard.
1: It's window shopping. Right. I'm like, I'd never do that, but the little evil guy in my head is like, hey, man, it's kind of cheap. We could go fucking do that.
2: I had a friend that did He's it. He's from New York, too. Yeah, I had a friend that did it, told me about it. Really? I mean, yeah, you go, they all stand in the window. Yeah, yeah. And you just go pick out whatever one you want.
1: Mm-hmm. You do. Well, I saw it. I mean, the hottest girl. I'm, I was taking a picture, and you're not supposed to.
2: And the fucking
1: John got in the way of the hot chick. I'm like, what the
2: fuck? Well, he's, that's his job, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I got Well, no,
1: I know. I got him walking in to get
2: mm. pussy. Oh, oh, the John. Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha, yes.
1: I, his name, it wasn't.
2: What me? I,
0: I didn't go on that trip with you.
1: No, I'm uh, He's John, upset about it. Yeah,
0: exactly. This fucking guy. <laughs> What does he look like? I need to drop some ropes. Dude,
1: enough. You've dropped two ropes already all over the glass. It's a fucking mess. Looks like there's soft soap all over the fucking glass over here.
2: Yeah, I hope you at least clean that up. You're welcome. Have some common courtesy, some manners around here. He has
1: no fucking manners. Um, No, so we looked and part of me in the back of my head is like, my boss is like, hey, man. I was like, I have no euros. I'm not fucking do that. I am horny. But I had a girlfriend at the time, so I'll just go home and right, right, screw right. her when right, I get right. back in Well,
2: that's, well, that's the right thing to do.
1: And it's safe, too. It's right. safe. Right?
2: Well, I mean, are they tested there? Or is it one of those situations? They're supposed to
1: be tested. Right. So,
2: but. I mean, that's the thing with legalized prostitution is they get tested, at least it's a safer version...
1: Right, right.
2: ...than just, you know, what we have but out here. I, again, I, I don't know if they...
1: I can't imagine none. paying for sex, like...
2: Well, doesn't that lose the allure? Yeah, a
1: little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because
2: it's like you're paid to do this. You're it's not like doing it you really it don't you want to fuck. Me. Oh,
1: you know what? That's a good point because I'm a guy that has to have, you know, have to say I'm totally in love with the girl, but I have to have feelings for for my dick to work.
2: Right, And an my emotional like, connection.
1: Uh, yeah. If it's a girl I'm not attracted to or whatever, it's like well, I could fuck her, but I don't want to.
2: Right. Well, it's not worth the time.
1: Not worth the time, but I don't know if it's the way you're brought up, moral standards or whatever but i've told i told my friend this a really good friend of mine she's female of course and i was like you know what i've got to have a feeling for the person to be able to really want to have sex with them.
0: right I, I i go
1: sometimes i wish it was a guy that could get hard for any you know vagina stare me in the face but it doesn't work that way for me I, and i think it comes down to a psychological thing I agree. in that the I way you're that. were raised right. that okay yeah but a girl again that we can get graphic but a girl's not going to get excited or stimulated for just a guy's. oh look at that dick unless they are some people are like that they're very sexual people to where they'll like get wet as soon as they see the head of the penis or whatever or the man part (laughs) to go circle back to that other deal but you know what I'm saying and I am just I don't know part of me and the guy in me is like I want to be that guy like I can look at a girl she wants to have sex with me I'm going to do it but I'm not the guy
2: Oh, and maybe it's different when you're 20 or 16 or whatever, you know. It doesn't happen
1: that way when you're 50?
2: Fuck. Well, when your testosterone is like through the roof and whatever, you know. So maybe it's different. And then you also get some, hopefully you gain some knowledge along the way of maybe you do it a few times or whatever. And yeah, it's fun. But then it's like maybe at some point you just decide you want more, you know.
1: Yeah, And I think it it, it comes down to a connection, you know, a chemistry. Yeah. So I dated a woman. A uh, couple, about a year, year and a half ago, and there was so much weird shit going on in her background. I didn't know what to expect, but I felt like she was using me for sex. And I think she she was separated, but I think she was still married.
3: Uh,
1: I mean, she was technically on paper, yeah. on paper but, but, but yeah. Yeah. she acted like, oh, I'm separated three years, no. blah blah blah, and. I thought the husband was out of the picture, but I think he was still living in the house, but oh. he traveled a lot. Oh,
2: Because oh. I had to drop
1: her off like a high school kid at the end of the block, but it was for her kids.
2: Oh, yeah. That's a rough so situation. So, I didn't know
1: which one it was, because she would get flaky, I think, when the husband was in town. Yeah. And there's just the kids, it wasn't as big a deal. Yeah. But then I got to the point, it's like, fuck, I mean, I like to have sex. I'm not going to lie. Right. Well, but, who doesn't? Yeah.
2: Well, but, I guess there's people that don't, but... right. There's
1: people like that guy. No.
3: <laughs>
1: oh no, seriously. I, 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 loved it, but I was like, there's no connect. I didn't see it going anywhere. Right. And maybe it was because of the outlying aspects of the husband or whatever. And I felt like, I mean, she's like, she was like, she was from uh, Eastern Europe, so she's like, oh, your, your kisses seduce me, and I just love your kisses. And, oh, you're so bad because you kiss me and you make me want more. I'm like, I think you started kissing me first. And then you came on to my couch wearing just a t-shirt, no panties or a bra. And I'm staring at your naked vagina. What's going to happen?
2: Right, right. Of course.
1: Right. So I'm like.
2: Well, I mean, if you put it out there, a man's going to pick it up.
1: Like. Right, right, right. So I think it's, oh, you fucked me on your couch or made love to me. Whatever she's, like, I don't even remember. I was like, that was one of the last times we were together. I was like, this is weird.
2: Yeah.
3: I don't,
1: I don't see myself. I mean, I've been divorced three years. I'd like to meet someone, get in a relationship, and eventually get married again. And it's like that's it. I'm not gonna do it again. This is it. I'm not gonna do it again. And I don't want kids or anything. To say, but my problem is, I like women that are younger than me because I'm very active and out there. And stuff like that. And a lot of the women my age are not quite there. They're just like, "Hey, let's relax. Watch we'll Netflix. We'll have a drink." And I was like, "Ah, it's fucking boring. Let's." I want to be at concerts. I want to be at breweries. I want to be with my run clubs. I want to have fun. But it doesn't always work out for right people my age. You're whispering something to him.
2: No. Oh. You would like my friend. The one that's unavailable. Because she's like you. She doesn't sit at home. She doesn't wait for somebody. You know, no. she's out and about.
5: Oh, no. But In I my... told you
2: she's not looking uh, for a relationship. Right. But we'll, she's, we'll... she's like that. She's like, I don't... She goes to concerts. She doesn't like...
1: I don't want a boss.
2: Right, right. Well, that's how she is as well.
1: And my ex-girlfriend was really cool about that. and But then she was like, you're not serious about life. She was more like, hey, you're 50-something years old and... Oh, 55, everybody fucking knows.
4: You're 55,
1: you should be worried about making more money, more money, more money until you retire. Not fucking drinking beer every day with your friends. And so I said, it's not just drinking beer with friends. It's a, there is a social aspect to that. But we're friends. We are fucking friends. And she thought, I know at one point, she goes, your run club people are not your friends. They're just losers. And I'm like, no, there's some really good fucking people.
3: And Absolutely. some of my closest
1: fucking friends,
3: yeah.
1: since my divorce, my closest friends are my run clubs. Yeah. And I've talked about this twi- uh, several times. <laughs> there's my Wednesday group, my Thursday group, and those are the people I hang out with the most. And yeah. They've become very close to me. And this well, guy shit, is that's how hanging met. out with this guy about a yeah. fucking weekend now.
2: Oh, cool. oh yeah, but that's how we met. I mean, yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So
2: it's just a it's just a good way to meet good people
1: she was 35 or was she is 35 and i don't know i think she may have been a too young a mindset to say well he should have more things in life he's worried about now than having a good time i'm like no I work hard, well, and you I want to, meet, to have yeah. a good time.
2: You need to meet somebody with similar goals.
1: Yeah. I want to meet your friend now.
2: Yeah. Well, you need some, And
1: we don't have to have a... I don't have to marry her, but...
2: Right. Well, we you go we just, have fun. Right. Somebody with just similar goals, similar mindset, you know, that type of thing. Because that's, that's ultimately what it comes down to. Is yeah. You're going to be upset if you don't have the similar goals, and you're not going in the same direction. Right. Everybody wants to grow together. Right. Whether it's... Yeah. Oh, let's visit yeah, more breweries. A... That's growing. Yeah, that's expanding. Well, I know
1: some. I mean, I don't know if they want to be named, but Jack and Tanner, perfect right. couple. They're at breweries together all weekend. What about they us? do pickleball? They have fun. They're right. they're together all the time. Have, and I have several friends like that. I'm right. like I fucking want that. I couldn't have that with Max's wife. Mag's wife's like, oh, you're trying to be you're trying to be a kid and you are doing act your age. You need to be. More responsible. I was like, well, fuck you. I mean, you sit there and you're fucking drinking wine, watching Netflix in the middle of the fucking day. Who wants to fucking do that? Not me. I want to fucking be active. Oh, well, I mean, Jack Sometimes. Does. Well, every day? Not <laughs> every day,
3: but sometimes. But, I mean,
1: I get that. Yeah, yeah. I get that. But, I mean, the la- I would say I've been going pretty hard the last month or so where I'm like, fuck, a day at home's not a bad thing. I
0: love a day at home. On occasion, a rainy day. On occasion, love a rainy day if we can get one, which we needed. We don't get
1: those here. Yeah, I know that doesn't. Think of the past. Jen. It's just humid.
0: I know it's yeah. the wrong
2: season, but if a rainy day comes around, yes, sign me up for sitting on the couch and Absolutely. watching a show or doing a project around the house. Do we want to be at home all day every day? Absolutely not. Well, so Alan. Yes. When it,
0: I'm Ragman, by the way. Oh,
2: oh, right. oh, fuck. Oh my god, uh water,
0: you have breached contract. That means that you're going to have to make love to me now. No, don't don't agree
2: to You've me. already come twice, you can't come again.
0: What a scene.
2: <laughs> And there goes the windows. splat, splat, splat. Oh.
3: Black, black, black. <laughs> Santa Claus
1: just came to town. It's snowing here there hey, right now. He came on town. <laughs> Dude, don't hey. It's wonder, gonna be a white Santa Christmas. Santa on town. Don't challenge him. Do not bait him or challenge him. He will always step up to gross you out.
2: But i sh- Santa, um, Santa
5: Claus is coming on the town.
1: <laughs> so Andrew, so John just made love to the window, mm-hmm. thinking of your girlfriend. Into how the do walls. you feel right now? Mm. Mm. I don't know how to feel. Am I am
5: I grossed out because he's because he's gross, or is it like a compliment? Because my I think so I would hard? take
1: it as a compliment. Okay,
5: that's the uh, the nice way to do it. to kick John's ass.
1: So, uh, back to our uh, all gender restroom I talk. I um, so. It was kind of interesting because I was observing, and I went to the men's every time. I was like, I'm not going to... I don't need to shit, and I don't feel like I need to pee because it's still light outside.
2: Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, But I saw guys going in there, and they were sitting closer to the men's restroom. Do you think guys are going into the all-gender restroom? I mean, it's a big restroom. So there's toilets. I don't... I didn't go in there, so I'm not sure if there were doors or whatever. Or maybe there's just like...
2: You should have gone in, first off. Just to see... (laughs) Maybe so. Just but to be curious. Do
1: you think that they went in there to pick up chicks? Or...
2: I mean, does anybody really want to see a female urinate? That's not at their best point.
0: Don't... Is that a joke?
2: Okay. The average I mean, person. Well, yeah, yeah. The average person. Not not John. But
1: everybody. I'm sure they're covered, right? So...
2: I mean, well, yeah. But, I mean, it's still... It's like you hear them peeing, like... Is it that exciting? Unless you like that type of thing. There are people that like that type of thing.
0: Is this a challenge?
2: <laughs> drip drip drip.
0: Oh, Here we go again.
2: They made a south park about this. Oh, did they? Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, they made the south park about the urinating. Am I doing it right?
5: Oh, that's that's the sexual urination.
2: Yeah. That's yeah. what we're talking about.
5: That's the greatest one of the greatest like
2: yeah, no, they Throats made a South Park. Right. Of course, they did Oh, nice. Have this. Um, like three long. So, I mean, I, th- maybe they were hoping Not to like catch something. I, I don't
1: know. You're bumping it. Hey, how was your piss? I. I what is a pickle blind in a toilet? With or, a t- you know, nice chicken? but you know, you I do there. also <laughs> <feel> <laughs> nice like watch.
2: like you were talking about the braless thing and things like that. Other countries are a little more free with those type of things. But was
1: it like how was your stream? Mine yeah. was nice and full. Yeah, I mean. I no, no. I heard you peeing, and you have a good stream. Right. Would that turn you on?
2: No. <laughs> I'd be not like quipping weird. No absolutely comment? fucking not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Get the fuck out
1: of here. I'm. i You have a nice, healthy stream.
2: Yeah, I had a lot of beer. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. I mean,
1: how about how about this? Hey, uh, I heard you urinating, and you were going hard. You need another beer? Can I buy you one?
2: I'd be like, um, a, that that's would be gross, weird. but I would let Z. you buy me a beer. Oh,
1: so you s- you got sucked in for the free beer. Warner?
2: Uh, no, I'll sell you some of my urine, though. <laughs> hey. Jack, I
1: mean, if you hear a hot chick... Well, you're married. If you weren't married to your wonderful wife here, right? and you heard a hot chick peeing, what's your pickup line?
2: Is there a pickup line after Is there? That? Oh, you got to get
4: close. I, I don't think it's a pickup line. I think it's... um. Play it as it lies and um, come up with some game time comment.
2: Like, wait till they get out of the restroom, yeah. I feel like. It's That's a weird we spot. God, washing hands. You have
4: to see face-to-face to make a comment, I think. You I'll, have to wait until you're eye-to-eye okay. and in this all Here's my line. Room. Here's
1: my line. We're washing our hands next to each other. It's like, well, we're both empty. Let's get a beer I'll, on me.
2: It would make me laugh, but I don't know how I But does the
1: joke, is that the take, if you find the guy attractive, Yes. So Jack does that to you before you're married and you don't know him. You just meet Jack in the pisser at this brewery and he's like, Hey,
3: we're both if empty. If you don't Let's get a beer.
2: mention um my stream sounded strong, then right. yes. Right. Well, well, we're well, maybe saying so. yeah. we so cut that part out. cut that part out and like
0: yeah. we're both empty. Can I buy you a beer? I think I would if I was attracted to you. Because it's a joke. Yes. That's, like, that's, that is, that's
2: that's funnier than your stream sounded strong. It'd be like that's weird. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, quick question: What if I said that uh, have you been eating asparagus because I could smell it when <laughs> you urinated? You know,
4: then I would call the police immediately. You know, it's also a fair <laughs> point. That's weird, I don't, I don't even know why you do
2: that. That's where the mace, comes in. <laughs> the mace
1: comes in. Okay, God, we have been so sidetracked. So so I guess back to music real quick and then I want to talk a little bit about beer run clubs and then we're going to shut her down But um, so musically where are you today what's like your favorite genre or do you have a favorite genre because I will say that my, my palette's pretty out there being my age with so much music over time but there's the genre I listen to more now that's more like newer hard rock metal and pop punk uh, that's what I gravitate to I listen to the classics when I want to hear it but that's what, I, that's what I go for. It's like that's what I want to see.
2: Um, cool. For me, I listen to a little more EDM now. Really? Yes. Um, so I've got you know I I always liked Nine Inch Nails, which is kind of industrial. Yeah,
1: more industrial. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Maybe I don't know if industrial, industrial metal. Yeah, and kind of EDM ish. Maybe I don't really? know if that. You is. think
1: it's EDM? I, I haven't I don't listened know. to it in years, like, so I don't it's know. It's like the
2: the bumping. You know, for me, it's all like the beat. Okay. You know, I like to hear the beat in a song. I mean, I like the lyrics as well because for me, Incubus is poetic. Once again, some of it is poetic and you pay attention to the words. Incubus to me was very catchy with their words. Um, but I, I like some EDM. I like, uh, I mean, I, I have my Spotify playlist, but it, it's more just, it, it's definitely different than what it was from the grunge phase.
1: So, Warner, uh, that's interesting. and I've never got the EDM feel from Nine Inch Nails, but I haven't heard their stuff in a while. I know Trent reznor has been doing more soundtrack stuff, and I heard he was doing some touring here and there over the last couple of years. But pick what's your go to? He's like, fuck, I'm having a bad day. I need to get out of it. Oh, this mis- is the song I want to hear.
2: It's uh, <laughs> called Mr. Saxabeat, but it's by Alexandra Stan.
1: Let's do it. <laughs> Like, and I've heard a lot of people have gone to, I love the evolution of musical taste, uh, where people start, like I'm a metal guy, I got to a point in the uh, mid-80s where I like more alternative, like Duran Duran, uh, Simple Minds, I was embarrassed. If you're a metalhead back in the 80s, and you wore the blue jean jackets and the vests oh, yeah. and all that, and you had the pins and all that, I was in my room listening to Simple Minds thinking, oh my God, I was like, if anybody knew, and I was outed, I was fucked. My metal credibility would be done.
2: Oh yeah, your street cred.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's it's fun that that whole thing is gone now. I think uh, people are more, have a varied, if they have a varied music taste, it's more respected than just... I'm this, you know? Right. Um, But, yeah, it's it's funny how it's gone that way. So, now I know a lot of people don't like my pop punk stuff, but I don't care. I fucking love it. And I have friends that love that shit, too.
2: Well, that's what confidence is all about. Yeah. I mean, fuck it. If you like it, we're all different. We're all created different in this world. And, you know, if you like something, then that's on you. I may rag on Taylor Swift, but you know what? If you like it, then fucking own it. That's what it's all about.
0: I love Taylor, and I like the Jonas Brothers. And uh, their Jonas Brothers are fucking awesome. Poison Man, New Kids on the Block.
1: Donnie's my boy. Heads up, Donnie. Listen to you, bud. I I mean, I don't listen to those fans. He does. But, I mean, it's on him. And again, it goes down to music variety. So, real quick, before we wrap up, um, beer. How long have you been a beer drinker? It looks like Kaizen. So, what is... What is Kaizen? It's a lager, so you like lighter stuff?
2: This is the pool time beer. I'm seasonal, so you know a lot of times it's like the lighter beers, um, a lot of times from equal parts, I'll do like an intermezzo after the run, right after the run, it's like, this is refreshing. Um, the Kaizen is light and easy for by the pool. Um, I love their Merry fucking Christmas, um, but that's during the winter, you know? So I'm, I'm a seasonal, like red wine and white wine, it's all a seasonal thing for yeah. me. Um, I mean, I'm open to different types. It's just kind of, what are you feeling for the day? Just like your music.
1: Yeah, yeah I get that. I get that. Uh, and with me beer, it's gone from shit beer, like Shiner, Bud Light, all that bullshit. You do that in high school, college. And then I went into European beers, and then crap beer scene kind of popped up, was doing different things. Then fell in love with the high IPAs, and then hazy IPAs. And I've never strayed. I mean... Getting back into Czech Pilsners, I'm digging some of those. There's a couple breweries around town doing a solid job on Czech pilsers. So
2: which ones are those that you like? uh,
1: So right now my favorite in Houston is uh, New Magnolia. They have the Heritage Mm -hmm. Build Side Pour. It has a creamy head. It's amazing. Very good. Very good. So solid. So, but yesterday Hazy, the Ragman Edition of Harvey Hayes comes out at Elderson. I was in there. It was so interesting. Everybody, of course, me. I'm like, I know Robert real well. He was just on the last show. And I said, I texted Robert. I was like, it out. He's like, 40 minutes. I'm kegging now. I'm like, see you soon. Went over there, had one. And then every, I wouldn't say every person, but almost every person that came in after me all got the Harvey Hayes. And the beer tender guy, Darnell, was like, holy shit, man, I'm going to sell all this quick. Everybody was ordering Harvey Hayes. And it was people, it's like, they didn't even know.
2: But so, they knew that, yeah.
1: So the story between Robert and I is I was at Elderson. Right when they opened, he released this beer. And I'm trying to untap it. He's behind the bar. I was like, yeah. you're not untapped yet. He goes, oh, we just tapped this beer. I was like, oh, no, no, no. Back up. I was like, when's your next hazy coming out? He's got, I got one coming out soon. I was like, oh, dude, I love hazies. This one's good. I, pre- I think it was drinking Brew Belly or something like that. He's like, hey, you want to try something new? He gave it to me. I was like, fuck. They just put it on tap, but they were going to release it the next day. And I was like, this is amazing, dude. Do you mind if I put it on a tap? He's like, yeah. And so we got to talk, and now we he's been on the show twice. We've been friends. We are friends. In the newest version, the Ragman edition. And on tap, which that's my claim to fame. Nice. But, so I had to go there yesterday to get that. But... No, I've been drinking a little bit lighter stuff. I was up in Canada drinking some lighter stuff. And check pills are kind of my thing. Like a pills or a kettle, little skunky, little hempy on the end. I like that. If it's just a straight pills, no. No, thank you. I don't want that. But that's what I like during summer. And But hazy's are always my first go-to. And I try to dial it down a little bit on the ABV and do something a little bit lighter.
2: I remember, I think the first time I really chatted with you, I asked you what you were drinking, and you were dig- drinking the Dick Jones
1: yeah I I love me some dick who doesn't love dick
2: who doesn't love dick
1: (laughs) so yeah Dick Jones is amazing so Warner Jana Jack and I we all met at equal parts brewing and we're in the run club together so we'll switch to running real quick Uh, myself and I think I mentioned this a little bit earlier I hate to run I do like the sense of accomplishment I drink it. I drink it. I do it to drink beer with my friends afterwards. That's the big social aspect for me is huge. But I want to stay in shape. And I always say, I run. And my friends are like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Why are you so active with this? I was like, I love drinking beer. I don't want to be 400 pounds. And I like to eat what I want. And so I run to drink beer with my friends. So what... Guided you into running? Was it the I want to be healthy, or was it more like I don't think you had the same aspirations as I did? Like I love to drink beer, I don't want the fucking beer gut, you know.
2: i I mean i I guess I do come from a family that works out a lot, and so you know I, my uncle still does like crazy races. I mean is like 50 plus running seven wow. seven and a half minute miles, doing like 50ks and shit like that. Um so Fucked I do I come from a Let ra- him have that. Right. I come from a rare breed and I don't do those that but it's for the pool. <laughs> And so, um, I, I like. I, I guess for me, it is like in my system. But for me, it's relaxing. And I so I I've been brought up to work out, to run. Um, but for me, you know, everybody has their way. Like yes, I like to drink beer and things like that, and I love to meet people. Um, but also, it is relaxing to me at the end of the day. And like my boss knows. Like, my boss knows that I don't like shit scheduled on Tuesday and Thursday night because I want to run. And he knows that I'm going to be grumpy if I don't get a little run in. Like, even oh, if nice. it's just a little run, to me, it's it, it's like a meditation. Um, and that's the way I think of it, is it. Like, if I'm super stressed out, like, Andrew knows it. If I'm super stressed out, I'm like, I'm going for a fucking run. Like, if I'm super pissed and shit hit the fan, I'm going for a fucking run. And I'll, I don't know when I'm going to be back. I could I could run for hours, um, nice. and so that that's just my take on it. So for me, it's a relaxation thing. I know it's not that for everybody, but that that's what it is for me. So.
1: Well, I'll tell you this: when I was going through my divorce uh, three years ago, almost uh, as soon as I asked for the divorce, pretty much the pandemic hit, like two and a half months later, three months later, mm. and I was like, "Fuck, dude, I want to exercise." still gonna drink beer so it was a part by my house I went out there to do started with like two and a half then it was like four then five then maybe six and maybe eight miles I would do yeah and I was like it was relaxing I released my stress I mean first the world's come to an end right I have to live with my ex-wife who's like give me the fucking evil eye whenever she comes downstairs and then my daughter's sick and there's oh no. all these fucking problems yeah. combined. And I'm right. like, fuck, I hate my life. My life sucks. It's right. fucking horrible. So I got there and just walked, on some music, and then yeah. everything got better. Uh, right. you know. And then I really dove into my podcast where I was interviewing people three times a week. We were doing three shows a week during the pandemic wow. with talking to people all over the world. It was so easy to get an interview. It's just like, boom, done. You know? And... When it got back, I, was, I kept the exercise regimen. Podcast suffered for about a year just because, like, well, fuck, I'm divorced, Line out of the cage, and I want to live life. I've been in this cage for, we were married 26 years. I would say I was in the cage for probably six, last 10.
4: Yeah.
2: Last
1: 10, we're not good.
2: Oh, that's terrible. So,
1: that's too long. Yeah, I, it was, but then the kid's sick, and yeah, it, yeah, it, there's a whole story. Yeah, and of course. Um, I was like, huh. but then at the beginning of this year, I was like, you know what? I'm going to dedicate a lot of time to do my show again. I'm going to change it up because my partner, Genghis, we love you, Genghis, said, I can't do it as much as you want to do it. So you do it. I'll join when I can. And I said, I'm going to change the format. And this is a new format where we talk live, beer and music. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be exclusive to hard rock, heavy metal. Just live beer and music, it is what it is. So it's been so good. So, Warner, thank you so much for coming on my show. You've been an awesome guest. I knew you'd be unfiltered, and unfortunately, you had to put up with John. He's kind of a weirdo, but we love him a little bit, just a hair, even though he's strange as fuck, but thank you for coming on.
2: We love you, Ragman. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it.
1: So, before we go, well, one, two, we have four people here. We're going to do something special. Oh, no. There's going to be five people, actually. We're going to give everybody a horn sound.
3: HORN oh, Home star out of sight, still haggard from the fight With the galactic tides Loved ones left behind, vanished with the light Day number five I'm starting to get a grasp Nothing in my way of them on a quest